Good morning. Welcome to Ambient Aurora Utterances. This morning, we are going to be looking at a specific hymn and some words contained in one of the verses there. Um, and before we do that, I just want to, as always, uh, ask for any suggestions that you might have regarding specific words or general themes regarding the English language, uh, especially in terms of this new type of uh, episode that I'm going to plan on doing every Wednesday, which uh, is going to be of a more serious nature, um, dealing with spiritual things mostly. Um, so if you have any suggestions regarding th those types of words and themes, then please let me know those. Um, and uh, also, um, I again want to mention that I'm not going to include background music in these episodes, um, just because they are of a more serious nature, um, and that is uh, my own personal choice, so I hope that you can still uh, be attentive and, and hopefully gain something beneficial uh, from these episodes. Um, so, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started with this morning's episode. Um, the hymn that I have selected for this morning is Night with Eben Pinion. And it is a hymn that was written in the late 19th century, in 1871. And there's one verse in particular uh, that I want us to look at. Um, and I'll go ahead and read it here. Night with ebon pinion brooded o'er the veil. All around was silent, save the night wind's wail. When Christ, the man of sorrows, in tears and sweat as blood, prostrate in the garden, raised his voice to God. So there's several words there um, that we want to look at this morning. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say this before we dig into those. Um, it's important for us to garner meaning from words. Um, when we hear these words, I've, I've often heard people uh, with this song and other songs that perhaps we'll look at in the future on this on this podcast, um, I've heard them say that uh, they don't enjoy these songs because they don't understand the words uh, that are contained within some of these verses. And that's a problem. Uh, we need to know what we're singing. Uh, and, and so I hope that I can uh, maybe help anyone, if, if I can just help one person uh, maybe understand what these words mean better, um, then that's a plus, because this, this is really a beautiful song um, with a lot of uh, really just sobering Im imagery, as we see Jesus in the garden um, being led to the cross. Um, so let's go ahead and, and look at the first word here, um, and it's the first word in... Uh, the verse, and it's one of the words uh, there in the title of the hymn as well. And that word is Eben, uh, and it is spelled E-B-O-N. Uh, and it's a noun, and it's a, it simply means uh, dark brown or black or ebony. Um, and then we'll go ahead and, and uh, give the second word that follows it directly after, which is pinion, pinion. And it is spelled P-I-N-I-O-N. Uh, and it is also a noun. Um, and there's a couple definitions 
both pertaining to a similar thing. The first definition, the terminal section of a bird's wing, including the carpus, metacarpus, and phalanges. So that's kind of a more technical term, uh, but more broadly, uh, it just simply means the wing of a bird. Um, it can also mean a feather, quill, um, or flight feathers. Um, and there are other definitions. There's uh, other verb definitions and noun definitions, um, but this is the one that we want to focus on this morning. And so if you pair those two words together, ebon and pinion, then you get uh, dark wing is what you come up with. So it's this idea um, of uh, just this shadow. It, it is nighttime. Jesus, Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane praying to God, and there is darkness over the land. Um, and we even see that with the next word here, which is brooded, brooded, and it is spelled B-R-O-O-D-E-D. -O -O -E um, and again, there's several definitions to this. Um, again, this does pertain to a bird um, or some type of uh, fowl. Um, and go ahead and bring this up. Um, so... This, of course, in this meaning, is a verb, um, and so you can use brooded, brooding, broods. Um, there's This even pertains to uh, a chicken when it sits on uh, its eggs to incubate them for hatching. Um, but what we want to focus on is this definition, which is also of a bird, and it's to cover uh, its young with the wings. Okay, so... Again, if you pair ebon pinion, dark wing, uh, night with ebon pinion, night with dark wing, brooded or the veil. Okay, so night with dark wing, uh, again, brooded, this wing, it's, it's all-encompassing. Um, this darkness is, is fully encompassing, and it's fully engrossing the night. Um, so just this idea of darkness, both physically and uh, spiritually, emotionally, as Jesus is, is pouring out his soul to God, um, and, and he is almost, uh, or he is almost uh, going to be led away uh, to be crucified there. So then if we continue, night with ebon pinion, brooded or the veil. Um, now veil is probably a more familiar term uh, to most of us. Um, but I'll go ahead and, and uh, give you this meaning as well. Veil is just a shorter word for valley. Okay. Um, now, veil uh, was used heavily in the 14th century. It was Middle English, borrowed from uh, the Anglo-French. Um, so this was used a lot... Um, really in those older translations of the Bible. So you would even see those uh, in a lot of New Te or Old Testament translations um, when you're reading about um, the kings and the conquering of the kings or uh, in any of the Psalms, those types of things. Um, and so then if we continue, so we have night with ebon pinion, brooded o'er the veil, all around was silent, save the night wind's wail. Now, whale is the next word that we want to look at this morning. Um, whale, uh, 
has a few definitions that I want to look at. First of all, it's spelled W-A-I-L. Uh, it's a verb, and the, the first definition I want to look at, to express sorrow audibly or to lament. Uh, and then we have the second definition, to make a sound suggest, should, suggestive of a mournful cry. To make a sound suggestive of a mournful cry. Um, and then the third definition, to express dissatisfaction plaintively uh, or to complain. So that one's not as uh, applicable uh, to this, to this uh, hymn here. Um, and then uh, we also have, it is a noun, uh, spelled the same way, uh, a usually prolonged cry or sound expressing grief or pain. Uh, and then uh, second definition, the act or practice of wailing or loud lamentation. So <clears throat> it's this idea, first of all, the, the more literal meaning of what this hymn is saying, all around was silence, save the night wind's wail. Um, so the night wind, um, so just the wail of the wind, that's all that was, um, that's all that you could hear at this time. Jesus was alone in the garden, there was no one else with him, and all around was silent. Um, and so it's, it's that literal meaning of just the night wind blowing by, but also this idea of wail, um, in that even the wind is lamenting what is about to happen, um, and, and it's making this mournful cry of, a, of this inevitable thing that Jesus knows that he has to do, or not that he has to do, um, he, he even pleads uh, in, in that prayer to God, uh, not my will, but your will, Lord. Um, and so he prays, uh, even if this cup can pass from me, then let that be so, Lord. Um, and yet Jesus knows that's, that's not possible. <laughs> um, he knows that he, he must go through with this. Um, and he, he wants to, uh, he wants to follow the Lord's will, his Father's will. So then if we continue, When Christ, the man of sorrows, in tears and sweat as blood, prostrate in the garden, raised his voice to God. So then the final word that I want to look at in, uh, within this verse of, of uh, Night with Evan Pinion is prostrate there in the last stanza there. Um, prostrate, spelled P-R-O-S-T-R-A-T-E. Um, and it's an adjective uh, meaning stretched out with face on the ground in adoration or submission, uh, completely overcome and lacking vitality, will, or power to rise. Um, it can also be used as a verb to throw or put into a prostrate position, to put oneself in a humble and submissive posture or state. And that's really the one that we want to look at, is that last definition, prostrate in the garden. So Jesus has, he, he is down on the ground pleading with God. Um, he has humbled himself, he is submitting to God, and he is pleading with God. Um, and so we just see so much emotion from Jesus here. Um, and even in that previous stanza, when Christ, the man of sorrows, in tears and sweat as blood, 
Um, and so Jesus is really feeling um, the emotions uh, of his uh, of his humanity in the garden here as he awaits um, this terrible thing that's about to happen, um, and that only he truly knows what is about to happen. His apostles still do not fully comprehend what is about to happen. Um, and so th that is all that I had for this morning. Um, I know that uh, myself, when I hear a hymn and I don't understand a word, I want to immediately, after seeing that hymn, I want to go and look and see what that word or words are um, so that I can better um, worship God in the assembly when I do hear that song next and so that I can have, I can, I can put meaning into, into uh, the hymns that I'm singing. So I hope that was beneficial for you this morning um, and I hope that uh, I can perhaps do more uh, episodes like this um, dealing with hymns or maybe even uh, passages and again if you have suggestions of any uh, specific hymn or scripture that you would like me to look at the words of uh, more specifically, then please send me those suggestions. I would be glad um, to do that. Um, so I hope that you've enjoyed this morning's episode of Ambient Aurora Utterances. Have a good day.